0: Jeff how's Longhorn Noble. So, Cam, I mentioned this yesterday. Um, I've got to turn this in to uh, my colleague, Brandon Marcello at 24 7 Sports. I was asked to fill out a, a preseason uh, Big 12 predictions ballot. And the hardest thing on here, like, you know, you got to pick a Big 12 champion, player of the year, offensive player of the year, defensive player of the year, coach of the year, game of the year, and then a couple sentences on what you think the biggest storyline is going to be in the Big 12. But the thing that I needed Matt and Rod's help with on the Blitz. How the heck do you start ranking 14 teams in a conference? (laughs)
1: Because
0: there's no divisions. You got to rank them 1 to 14.
1: And the best part, Jeff, is if you're wrong about BYU, you're going to have BYU fans in your mentions saying, look at this Yahoo. He ranked BYU at 12th. We were actually finished 9th. How wrong was him, huh? Yeah. So I just want to. I just but it also it's a good it's a good test for the SEC.
0: Yeah, uh, just in terms of just in terms of the number of conference games you're going to play. That would double are Getting at?
1: Yeah. Well, how, how, it'll be sixteen. Yeah. Okay, but you're
0: only doing eight conference games. You will do nine this year. But You're year still
1: ranking. Football. You're you're still doing a. Oh yeah. Oh, you're talking teams, about you're right? talking about
0: preseason rankings. Yeah. Yeah, that's gonna be dude. It's gonna be a
1: cluster. You're getting warmed up,
0: good dude. You, so if if any media member gets this right, one to fourteen, like you deserve a prize or something. I don't know. I don't know if there's something in the prize box over at the uh, at the twenty four seven sports compound in Nashville, but maybe we can pull something out for the uh, the publisher or writer that gets this right, one to fourteen. But Cam, I, I just, basically we we're trying to figure out is, is Texas really the team to beat in the Big Twelve, and and what we came up with on the blitz is, yeah, they they pretty much uh. are, and. and I don't want to say this in uh oh man, John Basedell's on my TV. He's gonna show you how how to do something. Sorry, I got distracted right there. My little ADV kicked in. Um But it, i don't wanna make this sound demeaning of Texas, but it's almost like for lack of options, right? There I just can't I can't find like a legit number two contender to Texas. Like I think the teams in that pool of of contenders K State's got to be in there just because they're the defending league champion. Okay. And they lost. They lost a lot. Lost. Lost a lot on the back end. Lost Felix and Duque Azoma. And the elephant in the room is what do you do to make up for the loss of Deuce Vaughn, who are, are type of talent. Same thing. Same deal. Texas has to deal with Bijan. That type of guy erases a lot of mistakes, just with his talent, just with the ability he's got with the ball in his hands. K State, I think, is in there. I'll put TCU in there until proven otherwise. I think making it to the national championship game, going through the conference undefeated, I think you have to put TCU in that group of contenders. Granted, even though they lost a lot, and we think, I do think the arrow's pointing down because it's going to be really hard to replicate an 11-0 and regular season, a 12-0 regular season again. I would think the arrow's pointing down, but Cam, it's, it's kind of like just a, you, you give them that respect that they were so good last year. You have to put them in that mix. We. We talked, you know, we got on the Texas baseball topic and to start with Oklahoma. I, I think you kind of have to put Oklahoma just, just again based on their history in this league. You almost have to look at that. Okay, give them the benefit of the doubt that last year was a blip on the radar, and that if Dylan Gabriel's healthy the whole year, and if, you know, the 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 year to is this is what's interesting about Oklahoma defensively. You talked about Cam in the first hour, just how bad uh, they were. They were god-awful defensively last year. They were just... It was brutal to watch. But the thing about Oklahoma is they spent last year really just trying to learn Brent Venable's defense. They were really just getting everything installed. And Brent Venable's going to run his stuff, right? Like, it's not one of those deals where he's going to compromise his defensive beliefs, his, his defensive system. He wanted them to learn it and and that's what it was going to be, and the results were going to be what they're going to be, and hopefully they're better this year. So, healthy Dylan Gabriel, I, I can't see how they're worse on defense. You get, Maybe you give Oklahoma the benefit of the doubt, and they're in there. But beyond that, Cam, like, like where are you with the rest of the teams in this league?
1: See, but Jeff, we do this every summer where we compare the rest of the big Twelve. it's like, ah, it might be a down year. It might, this might be Texas' this year. But then I remember – they haven't been to the Big 12 title game since 2018, Jeff. So until Texas gets there, I'm with you. I mean, looking at the rest of the rest of the, the conference and where it's at, right. I'm not really afraid of any other team. But at the same time, what teams have been afraid of Texas over the last I'll, decade and I'll a half? give you
0: that. The, 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 say, the thing I just said about Oklahoma is the opposite you can say about Texas. Man, until you prove it, I don't know. I, I can't completely 100% buy into you being the big dog in the league because yeah. you haven't been. But Rod said it. Um, I don't know if Rod said it yesterday on Ball line. I know he said it on the Blitz. There are no excuses for Sarkin Company this year. No, there there are none. No, There's nothing. It, it's not. It's not about talent. It's not about depth. It's not about having a quarterback. It's not about an offensive scheme. It's not about making wholesale changes on defense. It, the the talent, the pieces are all there. And there's been some years, Cam, in the past where we've said that, and then I don't know if people really believed it, right? Maybe you just assumed Texas was going to be good. There's been some years where t- people have said the thing about Texas, oh, man, they got more talent than anybody in the conference. Well, no, they didn't for a couple of reasons. One, the evalu- there were evaluation misses where the, the recruiting ranking was never going to add up to what the talent became on campus. And two, look at the NFL draft for the last decade plus. Yeah. They don't tell you the talent that was on campus wasn't getting developed. Because how many guys have come out of Texas and been late-round draft picks or undrafted free agents and still had long, sustained careers in the NFL? Too many of them for list to list in the time we've got to, uh, left in the show. We'll have to pick it up tomorrow. But at the end of the day, like I, it's hard for me to just go all in. But I, I haven't felt this good about getting on the Texas hype train in a really long time. And I was somebody that by, by the end of the Mac Brown era really got burned on thinking this was going to be the year that Texas turns it around yeah. I've, I feel like I've been more pessimistic, more glass half empty, looking at Texas in preseason polls and preseason predictions than I have been. But now, because because I really do think there are no excuses, if Texas doesn't win the Big 12, it's not going to be because of talent. It won't be because of scheme. It won't be because of depth or whatever. It'll be because Steve Sarkeesian and this staff did not give them the advantages they needed to break through in close games. Yeah. Same thing I've been talking about all year. So, um, uh, We'll get more into this. I I didn't leave enough time. We'll get more into it tomorrow.